and welcome to another exciting episode of Corruption Child Protective Services. I am your host, David Shore. This podcast is number four on the top 25 corruption podcasts you must follow in 2021. For more information on that, go to https double forward slash blog b-l-o-g dot feedspot dot com slash corruption underscore podcasts. Now, yeah, that <laughs> if you heard the can, yeah, that wasn't my intention. This is Fourth of July weekend. Time when families get together. It's been a couple years due to COVID-19, but now that we're getting back together, now that we're enjoying the 4th of July, watching fireworks, going to baseball games, amusement parks, maybe you go to the zoo, maybe you go to the beach. Do you know that when this country was founded, they celebrated the 4th of July because we declared our independence from July 1st to July 4th of 1776. We got sick and tired of countries like jolly old England. We left, our founding fathers left England because of the Poor Law Act of 1601, hearing in the best interest of the child or children. They knew that they could raise their children better than the government, the courts, the crown. And you notice that these people, these individuals that are in government, who they're not supposed to get wealthy off of being a civil servant, which a politician is a civil servant. They're the servant of the the people not the other way around. Yet, you have somebody like Nancy Pelosi, who's worth $177 million. Charles Schumer, he's only worth, at the most, $100 million. Mitch McConnell, which is worth about $80 million. And mind you, they only get about $177,000 a year, maybe $180,000. Yet, they're telling you, and they're letting agencies tell you that you're not raising your children right. Look at currently what's going on. We have the Centers for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, and Dr. Fauci, all telling us at the beginning of this COVID-19 that, oh, don't worry about it. It's not contagious. Then after a while, they say, oh, yes, it is contagious, wear masks. Then we're told, oh, you better get the vaccine. You get the vaccine, you don't have to worry, you don't have to worry about wearing a mask. And you as parents, you know how difficult it is to keep anything on your child's face. So what they do, they say, oh, don't worry, you don't have to worry about covering the kitties. And you got CPS and the Waynes going, yeah. And as soon as you don't listen, we're going to be there. Then all of a sudden, we're locked down. 
and Child Protective Services is going, oh, oh there's going to be a lot of abuses. Oh, we got to do something. These kids are going to be abused. And in under their breath saying, we're going to lose all this money. I, I, what can we do? I've told you about the adoption incentives. I wonder what happened for this past year and a half or more that, uh, I wonder how much money that they lost. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. You know, we're the ones that bring the children, concede them. Give birth, you ladies give birth to them. I'm not going to say as guys do because I'll say right now that's not physically possible, at least to my knowledge. But we have a state agencies, whatever initials they want to give themselves, telling us that what we're doing is wrong. Now, let's go back to the 1700s. Let's go back when this country was first founded. Now, did we have CPS here? To my knowledge, we did not. To my knowledge, they allowed us to raise our children the way we feel. And somehow, over time, we developed Child Protective Services. We said, oh, well, it's working over in England. Let's try it here. Or maybe England said, okay, we're going to let you do what you want, but you're going to have CPS here. You're going to follow these rules. I mean, our founding fathers fought. Our veterans fought and died for our freedom. Freedom to raise our children any way we see fit. And tell the government and state agencies, like CPS, go fuck yourselves. You're not going to tell us how to run our families. You're not going to tell us how to raise our children. There's even Supreme Court cases that clearly state that the parent is responsible for its upbringing. Not the government. Not state agencies. So tell me, why are we listening to these boneheads, these needle brains, these dopuses? You know, when CPS comes along, they already know we don't know our rights. And when we finally realize it, when we start quoting word for word, from their policies and procedures, when we find out that our rights have been violated, maybe we'll get a knock on the door. And you've heard it, you've experienced it. Oh, we just got to check the children, that's all. Well, truth of the matter is, they want to look around the house, they want to look at the children, and if they don't see anything, they suspect something, that's it. Well, I'm going to say right now, to all the investigators and social workers with Child Protective Services. Why don't you do this if you don't have children, or even if you do? But those that don't have children, why don't you get fucked, get pregnant, and have a child or two? Oh, and then have one of your own people, then at the hospital, come in, snatch your own child away from you. 
and put it with a bunch of strangers. And then while they're going out, go to your coworker, shake their hand and say, hey, thank you very much. Thanks for taking my child. And smile about it. And say, you're going to get a big bonus out of that. Why I'm saying this is because they will never have that happen. Now, in the next segment, I'm going to go over how wealth plays a key role in whether or not you keep your children. Now, I've told you about celebrities like Britney Spears, Charlie Sheen, even the Kardashians. But did you notice that they still got to keep their children? They got to keep that child in the family. Why? They have money, and money talks and bullshit walks. And there's a couple that I'm gonna bring out, couple people, not couple, couple. One of which is Bill Cosby, because you know, he uh, got released because of a deal that the prosecutor's office made. The other one is Harvey Weinstein. When I come back, I will do my best how it was explained to me how Harvey Weinstein very well might have everything cleared and how CPS doesn't get involved in things like this because if they did, would they still be around? Chances are no because people like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby which I respect Bill Cosby. But what if he was, you know, giving donations to Child Protective Services? We'll be back. And we are back. Okay. Now, Bill Cosby... You've seen him on The Cosby Show. You know, the dad that everyone would love to have. You mean, Cliff Huxtable and Claire Huxtable, the perfect parents. The ones that they disciplined their children, but in a way that did not involve spanking or anything. They talked to their children. They showed a moral. Now, how Bill Cosby, as you know, there was a deal. He would allocute or confess to the things that he was accused of by the one woman. There was a lawsuit going on. And as you know, the deal was that he would allocute to this crime as long as they did not prosecute him. Well... His case dragged on. He did allocute. Then all of a sudden, this other prosecutor came in, new prosecutor, and said, I'm not going to honor that deal. I'm going to prosecute Bill Cosby. And that's where his lawyers successfully argued. Well, then again, Bill Cosby's worth $400 million. So naturally, he has the lawyers to do that. Now, how does that exonerate somebody like Harvey Weinstein? 
Well, think about it. If he allocated in a lawsuit and then they decided to try prosecuting him. And mind you, I don't know if he was actually convicted or not. I don't know. All I do know is the charges may still be pending. I don't know. And I'm not a lawyer. Okay, I am not a lawyer. I'm just a person giving you information. But what if there was a deal like that with a lot of these? And they're trying to prosecute Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein's lawyers could argue the same way Bill Cosby's lawyers argued. And all those charges could be dismissed. And if they are dismissed, then how many other people who are not like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby are going to then try to use those exact same arguments to exonerate themselves? or use portions of those cases to try getting exonerated. What about CPS? If CPS knows this, are they going to change their game plan? Or are they going to keep on false allegations? And how come CPS doesn't get involved in cases Let's go even farther back. Michael Jackson. How come CPS didn't get involved with that? I mean, was it because the rumors were going about that Michael Jackson, his people paid the ones that paid their families off to keep quiet? Those were the rumors going around, remember? I mean, Art Kelly, I mean, could he use that? Think of anyone that's been accused of sexual assault, anyone accused of a child molestation, the Roman Catholic Church. What if there was a settlement and all of a sudden someone decides, oh, I'm going to sue or I'm going to file charges. What if those charges get filed and then you find out, oh, wait a minute, they went for a settlement. How come they're there want to charge him? You see this can of worms that's been opened? And what about the families have been destroyed, ripped apart by CPS over false allegations? You know what the government will say? Well, that's a different story. If you ask them, well, why don't you go after the Harvey Weinsteins, um, the Pee Wee Hermans, the Michael Jacksons, how come you don't go after them? You and I both know the reason why. It's because they're celebrities. And if anything happens, it's just, oh, well, 
you know, it's this, it's that, it's this, it's that, blah, 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 blah. They'll use every excuse they can to justify why CPS was not called. Really notice that? What about... At the time, the Indiana Attorney General, one of the Indiana Attorney Generals, whose family, and I told you about him, his family was being investigated by CPS, DCS, Indiana DCS. And then mysteriously, those it was just dismissed. That rumor's going about that that Attorney General pressured Indiana DCS to drop the case. Later, he had to resign. So, this 4th of July, let's remember that our founding fathers, our founding families, they, um, they didn't have CPS watching them. They didn't have them pounding on the door or breaking in the door, taking our children, telling the women, oh, if you're gonna stay with him, you won't get your children back. That this is not the way our country is supposed to be. This is land of free, home of the brave. Freedom isn't free. And it's kind of ironic that tomorrow's July the 4th. We declared war against England. Our revolutionary war. And mark my words, it was a revolution. We fought for our freedoms. We fought, many died, so that we have the opportunity to be able to speak, to speak our minds, to be able to protest. But let's not make any bones about it. Look at our country. Just look at our country. Now, I'm gonna get on this subject real quick. And it's, what happened before Donald Trump became president? Really think about this. There were other presidents. Look at someone like Bill Clinton, who swore up and down, I did not have sex with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. She was an intern. He was a man in position of power and authority. Now, mind you, she wasn't a child. But remember, he was rumored to have been going to Jeffrey Epstein's island, where underage children were there. That there was a notebook with a whole bunch of high-ranking people there were people that, uh, like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates. I mean, Hillary Clinton was also on that list. They had a who's who of people that were on that list. Whatever happened to that notebook? A lot of 
why CPS isn't coming after them? I think you know why. Those rumors are true. Then who can we trust? Well, the election is next year, midterm election. We're waiting on this stimulus. We're supposed to be getting anywhere from $1,400 to $2,000. And yet, the average family is struggling. There are people that, I think the uh, eviction moratorium just got extended for one month. So at the end of this month, that goes bye-bye. That doesn't mean that states won't try. We, the people, are paying the price. You, as family members, or not just here in the United States, but around the world, parents, you're fighting. You're fighting. It's not for politics. It's for having the right duty and responsibility to raise your children any way you see fit. The Florida's courts, for the legislature, signed into law the family rights law. I told you about that. We need that on the federal level. And if CPS and DCS, like Terry Stigden, who's on vacation, surprise, surprise. They may not like that, but it gives parents a voice and also allows parents to have a lawyer. So, from me to you and your family, have a happy and safe 4th of July. And let's make this 4th of July our Declaration of Independence. Let's have a revolution. Let's declare war on CPS. And let's shut them down permanently. They have families, I understand. But another thing you should understand, if those kids saw what their family members are actually doing, would they be proud or would they be shocked? There's only one way. Why don't you do that bring your children to work day? Make it a whole month. Let their kids actually see what they do. Let their kids ask questions. And I wonder how many of the female caseworkers and investigators and male as well. I wonder how they would feel if their kids were asking them, Mommy, Daddy, why are you taking their children? Oh, well, little Tommy, little Susie, it's because they're not doing what I think they should be doing. And if their kids are asking, well, shouldn't they be with their Mommy and Daddy? Well, they're abusing their children. And you know the kids are going to ask a whole bunch of questions. But I think it's time we stop all this yanking children away, and especially on holidays like this. 
So to all the Child Protective Services social workers and investigators, not just here in the United States, but around the world, I say this. If you want to do something like that, become a fucking dog catcher. Why don't you be go to Humane Society? Oh no, you could actually treat the an animals better than you treat human beings, treat families. You know, get yourself another job. You know, shovel shit for as far as I'm concerned. Because that's exactly what you are, pieces of shit. Taking children, especially on holidays. Because, oh, some nosy neighbor, little Miss Biddy, they're not watching your children. And the mother could be right at the doorway. But because they don't see them. And to police officers, I have to say this. Instead of saying defund the police, disband the police, they're listening to individuals that don't have children. Or maybe they do. Or maybe they're just so lonely that any attention is better than none. There are children who get abused. But ripping the families apart is not it. Education, that's the key. Let's educate and inform people. Let's teach people that are having difficulty raising their children. Help them out. Don't split them apart. Let the family learn together. After all, like I keep saying, you brought these children into the world, the government did not issue them. The government has no right to be telling you how to raise your children. Let's continue to fight. Let's make this revolutionary war heard around the world. Let every family fight and let this war be heard in galaxies around where some planet there's gonna hear, what's that noise? And so, you know, some alien species or some beings are gonna say, oh, that's the Earth, they finally got their act together. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Happy Fourth of July, stay safe, and keep fighting.